Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Ed Vitagliano. And welcome back, folks. Ed Vitagliano sitting in for Tim Wildman today. I'm joined in studio by Fred Jackson and Chris Woodward and now Steve Jordahl. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. (laughs) Hey, dog. I don't. I don't know why. Why I'm all of a sudden being hood, but okay. Hi. Is that hood? I. I. I, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I, what, listen, when I think of Steve tr- Jordahl, I think that guy is so street. Oh uh, man, that's, that's, what I, that's what I think of. That's me. <laughs> that's... <laughs> uh, yeah. All no right, uh, Steve. Did you have a good Thanksgiving, by the way? You know, I did. I uh, had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, Heather and I went down to her folks' house down in Columbus, Mississippi. Okay. It's not a long drive. About uh, 45 minutes or an hour yeah. away from our house, and uh, we had a great time. Watched uh, the uh, watched the Egg Bowl, uh, and uh, had a good time. Uh, uh, actually, it, it which is the one with um, it's not the Egg Bowl. Actually, the one with Alabama, Alabama Iron Auburn. Bowl, Iron Bowl, roll tight. Uh, <laughs> Ooh. Oh, yeah, that's because I'm Heather's contractually married yeah. uh, in my marriage vow. I was supposed to say that whenever we talk about Alabama. But anyway, we watched that game in Alabama. And, and I'm good. telling you, it goes over real big around here. <laughs> Sarcasm. Yes. Uh, all right, so go ahead and I just, kick us off. You know, I, I um, was listening to what you guys were talking about, uh, the culture and, and – uh, schools and the way that influence is is happening right now and i was listening on the way into work this morning to family talk dr dobson's radio program he's in the middle of a two-part show with charlie kirk of turning point usa charlie kirk uh is a strong christian it turns out and he is talking uh, to uh, this is a speech i believe to one of dr dobson's gatherings and he's talking about the role of the church in here and how some churches are stepping up. A lot of churches are, what he calls them cowardly, yeah. by not stepping up and, and addressing these issues. It's a great, um, you can go to our uh, our Today's Issues um, website, AFR, uh, to AFA's website or AFR's website, and you can listen to the podcast or you can just tune in. It's at uh, 7 o'clock, uh, 6 o'clock Central. Yes. Okay. 6.30 Central. So, but today was part one, right? Part one was today. Okay. All right. Um, (laughs) Let's start with this. We've been very cautious about talking about this for good reason, but I wanted to, we're we're starting to find out more and more things about the uh, vaccine, the COVID vaccine, and maybe some potential dangers and and threats to it. I want you to hear a Dr. Stephanie uh, Seneff. She's from MIT. And she's talking about a Swedish study that found that the mRNA, messenger RNA that is in the vaccine, actually infects and turns, uh, it changes the DNA of the body. I I can explain from layman's term very limitedly what that means after we listen uh, to this. So let's, uh, let's listen, cut seven. And so the other thing is the reverse transcription, which is the the, the paper you've mentioned, that was truly amazing because they had these uh, liver cancer cells and they, and they grew in vitro. They, they had them in culture in vitro and they basically transfected them with the spike protein, like essentially gave them the vaccine, you could say. And they took up the mRNA from the nanoparticles and they made spike protein. And, but they took the mRNA and turned it into DNA very quickly. They, they, 
after six hours, they, were, they started seeing DNA, uh, a DNA version of the RNA that was in the vaccine. So, all right. So uh, uh, let me ask a question and then, you know, Fred and Chris, you got, they can, they can interview you because that's, that's what I feel like I have to do. So sure. what, what does that mean? This was, this was apparently unexpected that right. the, that this MRNA, the vaccine, uh, changed the DNA. In this study. Okay, so was it unexpected and is it harmful? It was unexpected and it can be harmful. So uh, MR, uh, the uh, reverse transcription, mRNA as it's designed, is the instructions that the DNA sends out throughout the body to its messenger. So if it needs the, to repair cells or whatever t- t- maintenance needs to happen with your DNA, the mRNA sends out instructions to do that. Well, what is happening is this vaccine, the mRNA that it is sending out is actually changing the DNA of the body and what they say can happen it could lead to uh, according to dr peter mccullough it could have enormous implications a permanent chromosomal change that could drive a whole new genre of chronic diseases and then according to um uh one other one other doctor it says it could lead to serious autoimmune problems all right so uh this is one study and I, I'm not, I, we're not saying don't take the vaccine or do take the vaccine. I think what I'm saying is be careful. Um, so questions? Yeah, well, I, I think we have to underline and underline and underline and underline the word experimental. Yes. Yeah. True. Uh, and this goes back, this country, uh, and, you know, we're Monday, Monday morning quarterbacking here a bit. And I'm not going to blame, you know, the former President uh, Trump was in control. The country got in a panic. Right. We had the death of those senior citizens, I think it was in Washington, Washington State. State. And there was fear. Uh, the fear exploded all of a sudden that our hospital system would be overwhelmed. And so the call goes out to Moderna and the call goes out to Pfizer, come up with something. You know, that, that and so they went to work, but they they, they, they got the government to sign off on it saying that we're not going to be held accountable for any side effects, for anything this does to the body. But we think it's going to work. And so, uh, you know, the administration, they go with it, the CDC, everybody. And then it became mandatory for so many segments of our society. You had to get this and it's going to work. Well, we now know, we now know it doesn't work as far as the... the the official definition of vaccine is that it stops you from getting the disease. That's not true. And so now they, then they told us booster, booster, booster. And we now know that doesn't work because people were vaccinated. People have been boosted, including the president of the United States, including the head of the CDC, right. I think, uh, has been getting COVID multiple times. But now we're also getting, and this, what's interesting about this has been the suppression by mainstream media and social media, so-called misinformation, you know, that uh, uh, this Dr. McCullough, many times, uh, I, th- I think, you know, anytime he spoke, YouTube took it down. Right. So, and this, and this goes against science. When you have these kinds of things happening, we've seen these videos now of healthy Males, soccer players collapsing on fields, etc. Healthcare workers. There's one particular video out there of a healthcare worker 
said, I just got my booster, and she keels over right at the news conference. Right. So we have these things. There, there are things happening. We shouldn't be in denial of this. There are things happening these vaccines are doing to healthy people. That should be explored at this point, not suppressed. And that's the problem. These kinds of stories that Steve just dealt with, you're not going to hear on ABC, CBS, and NBC tonight. You're not going to hear them. Right. And social media probably are, are still suppressing this for the most part. Facebook, others are still suppressing this information. The question then becomes why? Because you're not following what science is all about, is discovering what's going on here. What's happening? What's the impact of this? Whoa, maybe we ought to step back a little bit from this. That is what's not happening, and that's what has people saying, well, why? Why isn't that happening? Chris, did I read something over the weekend or last week um, that seemed to indicate that people who were boosted, who had had the vaccine and were boosted, were actually winding up in the hospital more? Did I read that? Any of you guys remember that? I'm not familiar with that, but I I will tell you that a lot of people who have been uh, vaccinated, uh, thrice vaccinated, and heavily boosted to the point that they go no 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 when they move, um, <laughs> they uh, they a lot of those people are the same ones that uh, we do find uh, find out through the news that they've tested positive for COVID again. The CDC, uh, the head of the CDC, Dr. Rochelle Walensky, one of those people that um, you know she still gets uh, she still tests positive for things like that. I do have a question for Steve. Now, again, as you mentioned, we're not telling you one way or the other, don't get the shot. And we're not advocating or, or trying to publicize these as being the only sites one should get their information. Um, but, you know, we as reporters, we're sometimes used to hearing the words, you know, check your sources, where are you getting your information, things like that. For those that are listening, what are some of the websites that you find these kinds of stories um, that you bring into the show? Or uh, things that you cover. One website, one group that's covering this is uh, our friends at Liberty Council. You, you go to uh, one of the uh, the things that I quoted to you is from Liberty Council. Uh, they have an article that says, "Can mRNA va- mRNA vaccines alter human DNA?" A new study blows the debate wide open, and so um, and it's 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 a few months old, but um, so you can go to Liberty Council and you can get some of that uh, information. Uh, the other, I, I copied some of these things from uh, the websites, uh, and I didn't write down the, the addresses, but if you, if you Google, I, this is interesting, actually. If you Google, MR, <laughs> if you Google mRNA, can mRNA turn into DNA or affect the DNA, you will get pages and pages of, no, it can't. It's false. It's wrong. There's no studies. If you duck, I had to duck, duck, go using duck, duck, go that search engine. First thing up was Liberty Council and a couple articles that say, yeah, there's studies out there that say this is this is what's happening. So it, it, you you have to look for it. But using using another uh, other than using a, a source other than Google will probably get you a better thing. The other thing, and we can move on after this if you want. But the other thing I'm noticing is the panic that this. Uh, disease is causing because of what we're being told. So um, I I saw a video of a mom, a health a healthy mom. She looked, she got a young kid was just going to school. She looked in her thirties, maybe um, late thirties, and everything was healthy. But she got tested positive for COVID. She had locked herself in her room and in the house with all her kids for months, uh-huh. and had never come into any contact with anybody that had the 
the that tested positive. She tested positive. She doesn't know how, and now she's she's freaking out. She's frightened to death, and she says, "I don't have any symptoms. I have very mild symptoms, but she's expecting you know the worst to come." So, uh, we are terrorizing our citizens. I think with some of this. Well, and as I say, we're suppressing science. That's what's going on here. When Dr. Anthony Fauci says, trust the science, you know what? I do trust science when it's applied in the way it's supposed to be supplied. And all of these repercussions, people that are getting sick, you know, perfectly healthy people, they get the shot and they get sick. It needs to be explored. Yeah. It it really does. I mean, so that, that, and, and because it's not being explored, that's leading to all kinds of conspiracy theories of okay, okay, what's the government up to here? Why does why doesn't uh, why doesn't it ask the scientists to explore this because we want to protect our people, and so you it leads to all kinds of other suggestions uh, that this is all part of a government plan to apply more control over people, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Right. But anyway. Uh, there are sites, thankfully, and, and you just pointed out where people can go and at least get this information. And then you start, you know, you start a push. It goes back to your politicians. Hey, politicians, you people who have control over the CDC and, and other government agencies, you start pushing them, saying, we want to know more about these side effects these stories of side effects out there, you're not going to get any satisfaction, folks, by going to many social media sites or the major networks. You're going to have to apply pressure to your politicians to get answers. Hopefully now with Republicans uh, that are about to take over the House next month, they've already said Anthony Fauci may be retiring. (laughs) We're bringing him back a whole lot of times. He's going to have to start explaining under oath and he's not going to have the escape hatch that he had with the Democrats protecting him. He's going to have to testify under oath as to what he knew and what he didn't know yep. and when. Yep. All right, Steve, what else? All right, uh, so we're hearing from a what they're calling a New York City pharmaceutical heiress. I don't know what new, uh, pharmaceutical company this is with, but her name is Annabella Rockwell. She graduated from an all-women's liberal college, Holyoke College, Mount Holyoke College. And she says that her parents had to shell out $300 a day, $300 a day to deprogram her from all the woke garbage that she got and worldview that she got when she was in college. Listen to what she says. She says, I left school very anxious, very nervous, very depressed and sad. She's now 29 years old. I saw everything through the lens of oppression and bias and victimhood. I came to the school as someone who saw everyone equally. I left looking for injustice wherever I could and automatically assuming that all white men were sexist. My thoughts were no longer my own. People, be careful when you send your kids to college because most colleges are going to, this is what you're going to end up Mm -hmm. with. Chris, uh, it goes to what we talked about so many times here. Uh, Our kids are not going to get properly educated for a career anymore. It is about indoctrination. Yeah, it really is. And um, I, I kind of mentioned this earlier in the show, too. A lot of times we just assume all this is happening uh, in blue states and at liberal bastions. Mm. Uh, but it's happening in red states and in schools that traditionally have been center right. Um, I know uh, I, I shared this experience um, many moons ago on this program. Um, it was about 18 years ago. 
I was in college in a class called Mass Media Law, and I went to a university here in Mississippi, and I'm in a class called Mass Media Law, and for whatever reason, my professor went out of her way that day to tell us why she didn't think the Supreme Court should ever overturn Roe v. Wade. <laughs> and 18 years later, I'm still trying to remember what, if anything, that had to do with our class. It didn't. It was just the teacher wanted to take time out of it to share her uh, leftist views um, on, on things like that. I, I've heard of uh, complaints uh, at places like Texas A&M University. Deep in the heart of Texas. It's not just berserkly. It's <laughs> happening uh, all over the country. And you should um, have conversations to find out what your kids are learning, what their professors are teaching them. And I think probably a lot of people are familiar with uh, a niece or a nephew, a cousin, uh, maybe even a sibling that went off to university and they come back, you know, a, a Bernie Sanders supporter. And you have no idea what happened. Yes. But something did. Yeah. And, and parents beware. I mean, you, you've had your, your teenager for till they're 16 or 17, and then they go off to university, and they're being indoctrinated with this stuff. And it's, again, universities are supposed to be a place where you can explore different ideas and worldviews. The problem is, uh, what's happening in our universities today is that uh, one side is being taught as the only way to think, mm -hmm. and that if you don't agree with this, in the case of critical race theory, then you're a racist and uh, you're a problem right. uh, in our society. And so this is the kind of thing, but this person, their parents had to pay $300. A day. A day. A day for to, deep, for, for someone she was brainwashed. Yeah, but they, to they, deprogram they, her. Right. Yes. Get her back. You said it, would take, it took years to get her to think correctly again. Well, uh, this is the kind of thing that mom and dad, you have to head off early. Absolutely. If it's happening in your elementary, and, and please don't say it never happens in elementary oh level. Gosh, yeah. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Uh, and there are a couple of organizations. Uh, Young America's Foundation has a campus bias tip line in which they encourage people, even parents, to uh, report things going on in classrooms. And Parents Defending Education also has something called the Indoctrination Map, where they want you to report things so that way they can investigate send letters, file lawsuits if necessary, stuff like that, to combat things that we talk about on this program. Those are, That's for elementary and high school? It is. Yeah. Wow. We've reached that point. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, we have to be on guard. Um, you know, I, I was talking to a young lady on the weekend, and uh, she works as a barber. Mm -hmm. But she works part-time as sub sub-teacher uh, here in Mississippi and she at a, at a high school. And she says, I, I, this is the first time I met this lady. And I only know her first name, mm -hmm. but she says, you know, I'm in this class and these kids aren't learning anything. She doesn't know where I work. She doesn't know me from Adam, but she's telling me this. She says, these kids aren't, are not learning anything. She says, I don't know what I'm going to do with my little boy. Cause I'm scared now to send them off to school because they're not learning anything, right. the basics. And you were just, I think earlier in the program, you were going over the results, mm -hmm. the latest report card yeah. that's out there. Our kids can't do basic math. Right. Our kids can't express thoughts. Uh, and and this, this is the kind of thing that, uh, again, it, it comes back to parents. You have to be responsible parents. You have to do something about this. And if it means homeschooling, that's why the yeah. homeschooling movement is, is growing in leaps and bounds. It is. Um, and, and that's why, again, I go back to pressing politicians for school choice. 
so that your taxpayer's money follows the school that you want your kid to go to instead of automatically sending them off to a public school. If you're looking for examples, Libs of TikTok, that's a that's a uh, Twitter uh, site, has examples every day. Today I saw a teacher who said, it's my second year teaching kindergarten, and this is what I'm doing. I am, when my uh, students come in, I'm making them choose a different pronoun every day. And then they wear a label of what you're supposed to call them. <sighs> and then when they say the Pledge of Allegiance... She says they have to pledge to the pride flag instead of the flag of the United States. And instead of the word God, they say the word gay. Oh, my. Kindergarten. 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 Yeah. Got to be on guard. All right. Let's do do something a little bit uh, less uh, incendiary. Um, American Family Association is not endorsing this movie, but I wanted to tell you about a a new uh, documentary that's coming out. It's a Fandango... um, Release. It's going to be in December. You can look at Fandango. Fandango. Fathom. Fathom. Thank you. Fathomevents.com. Um, and it's about Johnny Cash and his faith. And again, so we're not endorsing the movie. I personally am going to go see it because I think it sounds very interesting. I wanted to let you hear a little clip of what this movie sounds like. This is uh, uh, the Johnny Cash, The Redemption of an American Icon. This is cut six. He wanted to be the biggest thing in the world. And he became the biggest thing in the world. And then he stepped back and he said, that's not all there is. There's no lonelier place on earth for a man to be than separated from God. He faced himself, he faced his temptations, he faced his worldliness and came out wanting to be right with God. It's a biblical precedent that God uses complicated people. That last was Greg Laurie. This is on a, based on a book by his sister, Joanne Cash. Hmm. And Greg Laurie is a very well-known pastor uh, from California, and he's lending his endorsement, obviously, to this. He's in the movie, yeah. He's in it. Yeah, so if – and I'm a big Johnny Cash fan. I mean, he transcends genre, country Mm -hmm. music, but his story is compelling. There was a movie that – recently about him that I don't recommend for family viewing. I don't recommend at all, but it was a very telling movie. This one, I think, will be is is better. I think it's more accurate to the uh, and and I I can't say it's family friendly. Again, uh, we can't endorse it. I'm not endorsing it. I'm just saying it's out there and it, it's an interesting thing. Johnny Cash, one of the great singer songwriters yeah. of his day. Chris, it's often is the case with celebrities that uh, they enjoy their period in the spotlight. Right. But they find uh, that that is not enough. It doesn't satisfy the heart. And we know what satisfies the heart, what satisfies the soul is Jesus Christ. Yeah, and um, certainly you can only get that from uh, spending time with the Lord, going to church, reading your Bible. Uh, Don't just, um, you know, take our, we've even told this uh, before on our network, don't just listen to AFR and say, well, I've been to church today. Like spend time um, in collective worship with your brothers and sisters uh, at a place of worship. I am excited, though, that um, they have this kind of project. Um, this was one of the trailers that you saw at the recent premiere for The Chosen um, thing. And so I'm, I'm glad that uh, more and more people are trying to put out things like this so we don't just have to go watch Die Hard 95 right. uh, and, and, you know, shell out 50 bucks to go see that. Yes. And more of these are being produced. And we're finding Christians... Uh, who are perhaps in the business Mm -hmm. uh, that are getting out, starting their own networks, 
uh, uh, to get away from the pressures, the politically correct pressures of Hollywood. Yep. All right, we got to wrap things up for the day here. Steve, thank you very much. Thank you. Chris, very much. Uh, Ed uh, had a bit of a cough, and that's why he had to step out. So, we no, we haven't taken control of the program from Ed. <laughs> He's out. All right. <laughs> Stay tuned for much more great programming. Mr. Brent, thank you so much for your contribution as always, and we'll see you tomorrow right here on Today's Issues.